Welcome to Holistic Sex Ed Radio, where we are changing the way parents talk to their kids about sex, relationships, and how to stay safe in our rapidly changing world. You are your kid's best source of information and primary example. In these thought-provoking conversations, Robin and her guests seek to improve your relationship skills, expand your knowledge, and give you the tools to help your kids make the most out of their lives. Now, here's your host, Robin LaCrosse. Hello and welcome to Holistic Sex Ed Radio. I'm your host, Robin LaCrosse. And today we are going to be talking about healing sexual trauma with horses. I'm here with Julie Myers. She is a Gestalt practitioner who partners with horses to support women who have suffered sexual trauma, toxic relationships, body dysmorphia, and pelvic pain issues. She helps those that are mothers to work through unhealthy patterns from their own childhood that are negatively affecting their parenting. Gestalt is an interactive therapeutic modality which gets to the core issues and trauma quickly, healing them effectively. Horses have an innate ability to lower internal barriers, getting at what's holding someone back, and they're active partners in the coaching process. She does equine gestalt coaching in small groups, one-on-one, and in retreats, as well as coaching by phone. She is currently seeing clients on a ranch in Cave Creek, Arizona, with a horse that is calm, intuitive, and who loves to interact with people. Her biggest goal is to inspire others to find and become their dreams so that joy becomes the norm. Welcome, Julie. I'm so glad that you're here. Hi, Robin. I'm so glad to be here. So can you tell us a little bit about how you got involved with working with horses and working with women who have suffered some sort of sexual trauma? Yeah, I, um, I, I embarked on my journey probably about five years ago. I was teaching fourth grade and feeling pretty unhappy with, with where my life was, not feeling fulfilled. And I started meditating and in my morning meditation I, I just put out to the universe what is my what's the next step for me what's my next chapter and within about a week I had three really strong hits and one was my principal having a meeting with me and saying Julie you do your best work with the kids that struggle the most and um, you have a way of of interacting with them and and that they show up for you and she said, I think you should be a, a counselor. And, and then a couple other things happened, and I found myself looking up a program called Touched by a Horse. Mm-hmm. And I read through the entire website, and it talked about women, not, not just women, it's for men and women, but creating a life that you want with horses, supporting people to work through issues, and every cell in my body felt like it was doing aerobics and I was so excited and I followed my intuition a hundred percent. I didn't ask anybody's advice or what did they think I should do. And I, I joined this program and I am now a certified equine gestalt coach. I did two years of 
of intense gestalt training with horses. And then I also did the master's program, which was pure gestalt. So I've got four years of, of training under my belt and I've been in practice for about two years. And um, it's given me the opportunity to, to redo my life. Wow. That's amazing. So like, I know horses are just amazing. I was always in love with horses when I was a kid. And unfortunately, I never got to have one. You know, I was one of those girls who always wanted a pony, you know. <laughs> you and every other girl, I think. Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. So, like, what is the impact of, like, working with horses? Like, how does, like, I kind of imagine is, is like, it's like a really powerful way of working with people. So, can you tell us more about that? Yes, absolutely. So... Just being in the, in the presence of a horse is calming. There has been all kinds of research done around um, the heart waves. There's, a, there's Heart Math Institute has done research. Other, other venues have researched. And those of us who spend time with horses, we know that just being in their presence brings about a calming effect. And... Um, and allows us to be in a state closer to joy than we would be otherwise. Then when we go and do gestalt in the presence of a horse, and gestalt is a therapeutic modality that is is experiential, which means um, I'm, I'm supporting a client to work through something. We're on our feet. We're moving. We're doing, we're doing different things. Um, Gestalt is a word, it's a German word that roughly translated means wholeness. Mm -hmm. And so whether we're working on a traumatic event or from someone's past or a limiting belief, um, basically we, we work through an event and bring it to wholeness and bring it to completion. And we, we tie up loose ends. And what the horse does is the horse actually joins me as a partner, as a coaching partner. So when a human is, is not congruent. So think about, we think things in our mind, we, feel things in our gut, we feel things in our heart. And sometimes those things are not in alignment. Um, for example, we could, be, we could be thinking something like, um, I need to stay in this relationship. It's, you know, I, I can't afford to leave. I've got to stay here. But my heart is screaming at me to leave. And my gut is giving me all these signals of, this is not a safe place to be. You need to get out. So I'm not in alignment with those three parts of my body. When we get into alignment, a horse is drawn to us. And this has a lot to do with the fact that they are prey animals. So, you know, think about a horse. They live in groups. The wild horses can see for miles and miles and miles. And they are, they are alert to predators, they're alert to danger. Their ears go up, they can, they can hear in all directions, um, their eyes get wide, and they're, 
they're so much closer, obviously, to the natural environment than we are, that they sense danger. And so they're, you know, evolutionarily equipped to feel when something doesn't feel right. Mm -hmm. And when it when we're in alignment, it feels safe to them and they come close to us. So when I'm working with a client and they're working on a certain issue, a certain aspect of their life, which I can give examples to, um, as soon as they get into their truth, which may have been out of their awareness, the horse comes in and engages with the person. And as a coach, I can look to the horse to see um, are they are they cutting a person off as a person's walking? Are they joining with the person? And that helps us to know if the person is in alignment or not. Um, some horses show up in even more interesting ways, where they will actually um, pantomime out things that that the that go with the story that the client is describing, and um, they bring us much closer into presence, breathing with a horse. We, you know, in my work and in, in the gestalt work that I've been trained in, we do a lot of somatic awareness, a lot of, of, of breathing and um, body awareness. And, and that aligns also with a horse. And um, the way that they show up is something that is so difficult to describe. It's like, it's like driving a car. You know, once we learn how to drive a car, we get in the car and we drive. But to just explain it to somebody and then hand them the keys and they've never driven before would be really difficult. It's, it's similar with equine gestalt coaching. It's, it's something that has to be experienced. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, cool. So, and I know too, we actually live in the same city and you've offered me a session, which I haven't had a chance to take you up on yet, which I'm very curious to do so. So yeah, looking forward to that. Yeah. One example that's coming to mind for me is, um, is as a mother, um, going through the experience of um, feeling torn between okay, I have a son who's 19 years old. Um, there's part of me that wants to keep him home and keep him as my baby forever, and I'm having a hard time pushing him out into the world. And then there's another part that's saying, this kid needs to go on his own. He needs to learn the ropes. He needs to figure his, his stuff out. He needs to go to school or not go to school. But it's time for me to step out into my life. And um, I did a, a coaching session and where um, I was the client. I was in, in the round pen with a horse and um, I I'd identified these two parts of myself. So one felt kind of like Wonder Woman mm -hmm. and the other one felt like um, just trapped. And so um, I identified these two parts of self and sort of created space on the ground where I interacted as with these parts of myself and the horse ended up pushing me as far away from the trapped codependent enabling mom into the wonder woman mm -hmm. part of myself like actually came up to me with this huge body pushed into me and sidestepped me 
as far as he could, about 30 feet to the far end of the pen, where I was completely in Wonder Woman and completely away from Trapped Enabling Mom. Mm. And um, that's because as I was speaking with those parts of self, the horse could feel the energy mm-hmm. of what I was feeling as I stood as enabling trapped mom mm-hmm. felt yucky and awful and dark and draining. But when I spoke as, you know, wonder woman, mom, wonder woman, woman moving forward with her life, my energy felt so attractive to the horse and the horse knew exactly what I needed. Mm-hmm. And, and, really helped me to get clear in my truth. So that's one of the many ways that they show up. There are lots of ways. That's just one that's coming to my mind. Mm -hmm. That's really fascinating, actually. That's pretty cool. So how does this translate into your work with women, you know, and like to address sexual and heal sexual trauma? So basically I am my ideal client. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm a woman who experienced sexual trauma as a child. I was raped when I was 12 by a stranger. And what I have found is that women who are raped and receive a lot of support and encouragement and help and they're believed and they're listened to, they can move through the event and through recovery from the event um, much quicker than a woman who is raped and has no support whatsoever. And the woman who really struggles the most is, and or it could be a man as well, um, is one who is raped and then not believed put down for the event, um, blamed for the event. So the opposite of support. And that was my experience. So, you know, when I think back now, um, it's more than just the event of the rape for me. It was the trauma that happened as I was a developing young girl and into womanhood that I was confused. I, I didn't even understand that it was rape because there was no gun. There was no knife. There was no dark alleyway. Um, I didn't know his name. I screamed no the whole time, but I was bullied. I was called names. Um, So the healing that I have received as I've gone through all of the work that I've done in equine gestalt coaching has completely transformed my life. Um, not only can I just speak about the event, but it doesn't own me. Mm -hmm. This event owned my life for 33 years. It informed me as a woman in relationship. Um, It informed me as a mother. Um, The year that my daughter was 11, I was completely irrational. And I I was consumed with fear. And I didn't realize till later that it was um, because I was terrified for her to be 12. And, um, you know, I see the ways that 
that that event and all the trauma around it affected my parenting, um, affected my, has affected my ability or inability to be in healthy, intimate relationships, um, has affected my ability to make decisions that, that I'm solid in, you know, without wanting to be wishy-washy and vacillate and, um, um, you know, I fear being judged by others. So, so many things in my life. And because of the healing that I've received and um, the transformation that I've gone through, I want nothing more than to share this with women. Mm. I create a very safe place, a confidential space for women to share how much or how little they want to share about their experience. And, it, you know, it doesn't generally happen in the first session, but over time building a relationship. Um, and I, I help women work through the, the trauma of the events um, as well as, as then moving forward to create a life that they feel can find joy in. And awesome. letting so, go of limiting beliefs. And it's a journey. It's a absolutely, journey from absolutely. all the way to freedom. So when we come back from this commercial break, why don't we talk a little bit more about the journey? All right. Thanks. All right. We'll be right back. Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. Are you aware that each one of us was born with a mission, a sense of purpose? Even if you don't know it yet, it will reveal itself. Pay attention to the clues that will lead you to uncover your mission. Listen to Mission Possible program with host Carol Ann Fernandez. Along with some amazing guests, Carol Ann seeks to help you along the journey to manifest your mission. It's time to unleash your greater potential. Mission Possible program airs live every Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Empowerment. Are you satisfied with your life? Do you know that more should be possible? Listen for the Access Consciousness Radio Show with the creators of Access, Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane here. Our program offers pragmatic tools to change things in your life that you haven't been able to change until now. What if all of life could come to you with ease, joy, and glory? Tune in to Access Consciousness Thursdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Empowerment. Build a better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. You are listening to Holistic Sex Ed Radio. Want to go deeper into this conversation? Visit us on the web at HolisticSexEdRadio.com. Now back to Robin LaCrosse. Hey, everyone. We're back. So, Julie... I know that when somebody has experienced trauma in their lifetime, a lot of times it can get stored in the body, um, like stored in the tissues. Can you talk a little bit about, you know, what happens, you know, to someone who has experienced trauma and, you know, maybe it isn't handled appropriately in those, you know, that gets stored? 
stored in the body yeah, for later? A, yeah, that's a really good question. Um, my understanding is that there are many medical conditions that can't be explained. One that I know of is fibromyalgia. Another is endometriosis. There are also um, pelvic pain issues that can't be medically treated. Um, they, can, they can attempt to be treated. But what, what research is, is showing more and more is that many of those illnesses, as, as well as like migraine headaches, um, in terms of sexual trauma, um, lots of different pelvic issues or even numbness that just is, stays for years and years and years. And they're, they're, they're able to see that trauma is stored in the cells of our body. And so it's, it's more of a soul wound. Like when I think about myself, I think, um, you know, that my soul was, was damaged. It was a spiritual wound. It was a soul wound as well as physical. Um, but there are ways to get, to get the trauma out of the cells, to release them. And one of those ways that I've experienced myself is through gestalt. Um, one of the experiences, one of my first gestalt experiences was a huge anger release towards my perpetrator. And I was able to scream and yell and, and physically completely release in a way that I never had. And there was a horse there that supported me so incredibly to let, you know, I visualized things just going out of my body. And I shook for probably 10 hours. I shook and, and I kept thinking, can people see me shaking? And I would ask people who had participated and I'd say, can you see me shaking? And they would say, no, but I felt my whole body just quivering. And it felt that way until I went to bed. Um, I also did a ton of crying. And in the morning when I woke up, I wasn't shaking anymore. And I have, I'm so much more capable of being in the world today with having had that traumatic experience. It doesn't, it doesn't own me like it used to. It doesn't have the same grip on me. Mm-hmm. And so um, on a personal level, I've, I know that trauma can be released from, from the cells in our body. Um, I'm thinking of, of a woman that I know who, uh, who kept going to doctors for pelvic pain issues that she was actually um, unable to work. She was in excruciating pain all the time on a daily basis. And she was given shots with needles that were, you know, three, four inches long at the very top of her thigh, like, like between the top of her thigh and her vagina in that, that small space. And it actually caused scarring, but it would give her some relief. And it was so, so, so painful. Um, but it was worth it. The pain of those shots was worth some kind of release, but this went on for years and she was debilitated. When she finally started talking about 
things that her stepfather had done to her as a young girl, um, crossing sexual boundaries, the pain started to diminish. And that for me is just, is more proof that the trauma that we experience, it doesn't just happen and go away into nothing. It mm -hmm. finds a space in our body and it's lodged there, especially if we're confused by it as a child, the confusion and the inability to feel safe and the inability to be seen and heard and the inability to know what you know, have knowing something and having it be out of your awareness, where does that go? It goes somewhere. And um, so Gestalt is an amazing modality for getting that out of the body. You know, and you were talking about like the shaking, you know, like, for example, athletes, you know, like when they jump around and they shake, you know, kind of thing, it's a way of releasing energy. And I, and when you were talking about that, it really like, it seemed like, like all of your cells were shaking at like a vibrational level. And so I think that's, that's kind of, it's kind of cool that, you know, that it had such a like a body-wide impact that you know right down to a cellular level it's kind of it's very yeah and another aspect of gestalt is that it it's it's a very somatic experience so mm -hmm. i've been trained in um somatics and in in helping a person really get in touch with their body and noticing what's going on with feelings in different places mm -hmm. and following those and seeing where they lead really to a, to a new awareness for the person. There's so much going on in our bodies that we are unaware of. And many people have squashed down their experiences, mm -hmm. whether through compulsive overeating, whether through drugs and alcohol, you know, what, whatever form of um, medication that you choose for yourself, it, it pushes them down, it stuffs them down, and they get lodged. And Gestalt allows those things to loosen up and come out. And once they're out of the body, they don't have the same power to keep us back, to keep us down, to keep us from, from being our, our full selves that we have the ability to be and some experiences are are so painful that people are afraid to let them out mm -hmm. but for the for anyone listening who's thinking wow um I, I can relate i can hear that and i go i know there are things in here that i don't want to let out i feel like in our you know as we get older and we go through life we start to pay attention we start to see patterns of behavior that we have and we think you know what i don't want that anymore and so um gestalt is a way to work through those things and transform those patterns into completely new behaviors by pulling our stuff out of the basement of our souls dealing with them and i'm, I'm thinking of a saying i heard once in a 12-step meeting and it's hug your demons or they'll bite you in the ass yeah and i mean it's it's really true because if you you know if you have things happen and you don't address it you keep ignoring it stuffing it in the closet i mean 
whether it's childhood trauma or it's something that's happening in your current relation, the relationship, you know, the result is the same is when you don't deal with these things, eventually they explode, you know? Yeah. And if you are in a situation and where you're like repeating, you know, relationship patterns, you know, like relationship patterns are a perfect example of this kind of stuff where we get into these, you know, unhealthy situations and then we get out of it only to turn around and find ourselves back in a very similar kind of situation. And it's because we're not dealing with the underlying issues. And so working with the horses sounds and through gestalt uh, therapy sounds like a really interesting way of, you know, surfacing, addressing and working through some of these some of these different issues. Yeah, and you know, a lot of these patterns that we see, um, we're not consciously aware of where they come from. Mm -hmm. And I would say all the time, or at least most of the time, they're connected to something in our childhood. And another way that horses help us incredibly is they, they lower our defenses. So if we're having, if these things are stuffed down, just being around a horse allows us to access our emotions in a, in a different way if, it's, if they're difficult for us. Some people are very, um, very attuned to being in their body and, and experiencing emotions. Some people are so disconnected from their emotions that they live in their heads. Horses are, have a huge ability to help us access our emotions, get into our bodies, and provide a pathway to get those things out. Yeah. And I think, you know, just their presence, you know, helps us to be present. Mm -hmm. So they're very powerful beings indeed. My mentor, Melissa Pierce, she says that they are equidetectors because they're equines that can help us find the truth that we're holding within. And, you know, I fully believe that we all have the answers inside of ourselves, but some of us, they're buried so deep, they're outside of our awareness. And through this, this method of gestalt with the horses, we're able to uncover those things, discover our truth, discard the old, and move forward in joy. Mm, yes, that's so amazing. So we're going to take a quick commercial break, and we'll be right back. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Are you looking for life's answers? How about the meaning of true self? Can you really be a better person overnight? Well, good luck with that. Now, if you really want to know more about this insane world and life we lead, tune into Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. You'll learn about how the brain operates under different psychological conditions. Some common sense. Heck, you might just actually learn something. Listen Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. 
Exploring the Enneagram with Dr. E is an amazing way to help you be you. Join host Dr. Deborah Egerton as she helps you to see how exploring the Enneagram helps you understand why you do the things you do. Understanding yourself can strengthen relationships, offer new perspectives, and help you live the life you were intended to live. You'll look at different aspects of your life in a whole new light. Exploring the Enneagram with Dr. E is broadcast live every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are listening to Holistic Sex Ed Radio. Want to go deeper into this conversation? Visit us on the web at HolisticSexEdRadio.com. Now back to Robin LaCrosse. Hey everyone, we're back. So Julie, let's talk a little bit about the patterns and how we can stop from passing some of these patterns on to our kids because it's a pretty well-established fact that when we have dysfunctional uh, relationships, when we have trauma in our past like for example we know that if uh, a parent has been sexually abused kids are more likely to be sexually abused so how can we break some of these like family patterns and um, I've heard you mentioned a little bit too about like the epigenetics of these kinds of things too so maybe we can touch on that as well okay great so I taught fourth grade for 17 years and you know, you, I get to know my kids really well in the families. And sitting in a parent-teacher conference with a parent who is, loves their child so much and is so committed to supporting their child but doesn't know how, um, you know, there's a thinking of put the child in some kind of um, therapy. You know, so many kids that can't access the curriculum because they're, they're completely checked out. They're looking out the window. They're distracting everybody around them. Um, and, and what we're seeing is that the child is like the identified problem in the home. But when you look at the bigger picture, the parents are struggling themselves to show up. And I can remember myself, um, you know, yelling at my kids when they were young kids and thinking to myself, what am I doing? I don't want to do this. I can remember being yelled at myself and feeling awful, feeling, you know, like an inch tall. And um, when, when, you know, one of my biggest goals is to support parents to work through their own issues from childhood so that they can show up effectively as parents and they can parent from a place of love and wholeness rather than a place of fear. When we are as parents, I'll speak from my own experience, um, parenting not from a place of wholeness, there's so much, so much fear and anxiety and um, self-loathing and those are things that I experienced. I've heard other parents share similarly. Um, but, you know, women that get stuck in, in toxic relationships and they're doing their best to parent their children, 
if that woman could get support to work through her stuff, to show up with confidence and to feel empowered, which is what I support women to do, they can mother in a much different way and be more solid for their kids and help their kids learn how to make decisions and show up completely different in the world. So what we know is that patterns get passed on through, through families um, epigenetics is a little bit different in that it's the um, there's research that's been done to show that trauma that's stored in the body is actually passed on to our children and our grandchildren. And they have found with um, individuals who survived the Holocaust that grandkids who are you know now adults, they will experience somatically s- similar, feelings and emotions and experiences, even memories that their grandparents had while in concentration camps. And so trauma passes on behaviorally in families as well as through the cells of our body. Gestalt is a modality that can release the trauma and that we can work on limiting, limiting beliefs in order to change the patterns of behavior, change the way we show up in the world to be more um, compassionate with ourselves and, and loving and effective and healthy with our children. So when you're, you know, when you're supporting parents, like what are the, some of the things that you do to help them work through their trauma? The way Gestalt works is we're in the present moment. So when, if someone comes to me and says, I'm really struggling in my parenting, and these are some issues that I'm going through. Um, a gestalt session, we can never plan it out. We can never say, okay, we're going to work on this issue exactly today. It's what comes up for that person. You know, we'll get quiet. We'll do a little bit of mindfulness, do some breathing, get in our bodies. And then what comes up for that person? Um, they may start with a story about, you know, I I can't get my son to get ready in time to go to school or something like that. And we end up in a situation, we end up working through something that has more to do with how they were raised as a child. Um, And and we, we get to see how it comes through in their parenting. So it's basically that it's, it's not like I'm doing any kind of parenting class or any kind of suggestions on parenting or, or offering what books to read. It's more about, If you come and you sit and you go through an experience with me, a gestalt session with the horses, you, you, you let go of something that you've been carrying. We never quite know exactly what it's going to be, but, and these things can be resolved in a handful of sessions, depending on the level of trauma that someone has experienced um, or what their needs are in terms of moving forward. But it's um, it's just an incredible experience, and I can't. I have such a hard time explaining it, but it's it's something that needs to be experienced. Mm, yeah, it sounds really fun. I'm just thinking as you were talking about that. Oh yeah, I gotta gotta book that session with you <laughs> so I can experience it myself. You're welcome anytime. Yes. So. Um, so Julie, if someone was interested in working with you, like. What does, like, how would that, how would that take shape? 
So there, there are many ways to, to do work with me. Um, I do groups. Uh, right now I'm doing groups on Wednesdays from three to seven. And group work is amazing because we, we get into dreams, we get into um, family sculptures, and not only do groups you know, support us in that we develop connections, but the work be- takes on a different shape. It takes on a different form. And it's very powerful. And there are borrowed benefits that people get from watching other people go through a gestalt session. Um, so groups are one way. Individual sessions are another way. Um, I do a lot of assessments, like looking at temperament type, looking at um, family, like a family tree where, where we go back and we really look at patterns and look at pieces that oftentimes are so far out of someone's awareness. So I do, I'll do like a, um, a half day assessment day, really gathering information before I start working with someone regularly. Um, I do packages where I'm, I work with people over the phone and maybe we'll do some phone coaching and some equine gestalt coaching. Um, I also do retreats. I have a retreat coming up at the end of August. The last couple of weeks in August will be at a, a fabulous ranch in Montana that is so far off the beaten path. It's 30,000 acres. Um, hundreds of horses are there. Cabins on the river. And it's, it's very private. This is going to be specifically for women who have experienced sexual trauma. It's going to be a small group, no more than eight people. And um, we will be able to go deep and really support each other. Go as deep as someone wants to go. Um, and, and it'll be a culminating event. I'm going to have... I'm going to offer 12 weeks of coaching leading up to that so that someone really has an opportunity to work through some limiting beliefs and um, be able to, by the end of that 12 weeks and then the, the retreat, really stand in their truth and feel empowered and connect to the beauty within. I feel like so many women, so many of us, myself included, um, we spend so much time focusing on the outside of ourselves. You know, are we thin enough? And is this muffin top coming over the top of my jeans or, you know, the color of my hair, whatever it may be, makeup. Um, that, but we're carrying, a fr- carrying around these fractured parts of ourselves. And so that's, that's my, my goal is to work with women to, to really love themselves from the inside out and stand in a place of, of knowing who they are and cherishing themselves in a way that, that maybe they never have before. Um, and that can be done through, you know, many different ways, but um, call me up and do a session with me. I would, I would love to have people out and, and check my website because I do have, um, I have several demonstration days. I offer workshops here and there. So there are lots of ways to experience the work and get involved with what I do. Cool. And Julie, I know that you have a webinar coming up actually on Wednesday, February 26th at 1130 a.m. Mountain Time. 
So if people are interested in learning more about that, you can just go on over to holisticsexedradio.com and we will have all the details posted for you over there. So stay tuned and we'll be right back after this quick commercial break. Build a better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Things Worth Considering, featuring host Gord Riddell, is a program that's all about connections. The connections we make with our families, our workplaces, friends, and others around us. It's also about connections to ourselves, spirit, feelings, and stories. Let us connect with you each week to explore what we are and what we can be moving forward. We can overcome the obstacles that stand in our way. Things Worth Considering airs live every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time, on Voice America Empowerment. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Holistic Sex Ed Radio. Want to go deeper into this conversation? Visit us on the web at HolisticSexEdRadio.com Now back to Robin LaCrosse. So we're back. So Julie, I actually did have a question about your program. You said that uh, for the 12 weeks part of it, is that something that people can do long distance or do they have to be um, local to go through those 12 weeks? It's actually set up to be done long distance. Okay, cool. It would be a small group of people and we would meet by phone, individual private sessions by phone and a couple group sessions where, um, you know, I'll be talking about some general things. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then you get together for the event or the, uh, yeah, the event. In for the Montana. retreat in Montana. Yeah. yeah. That sounds really like no, a guess. great time. Yeah. And so, and why would this, you know, this program, this event be especially good for women who've suffered sexual trauma? Because it's going to be focused on things like, um, values, you know, and I don't mean the the kind of values that religion gives us or society tells us what we should do, but we are, each of us is born with a certain temperament and certain set values that when we get in touch with what those are, and it's incredible how difficult it is for people to really hone down and get clear on what their top three values are that are most important to them. Mm -hmm. Um, We have to completely ignore anybody else around us in order to get totally in touch with what's truly the most important to us. 
And when we do that, we're able to make decisions from a place that are congruent with us. And what mm-hmm. I have found is that women who've had their sexual boundaries crossed struggle with making decisions that feel right for them. Um, we tend to go along with what others want when we really want to say no. Um, we end up with decisions that we regret because we spend so much time thinking, oh, what should I do? What does everyone else want me to do? It's so hard for us to stand in our own truth. Um, We fear being judged by others for making the wrong decision. And a lot of us end up doing nothing. We can't decide which way to go, so we just don't do anything. Um, The program that I've created is, is, is specifically designed for women who who can relate to the things I'm saying also with um, ending up in relationships, romantic relationships that lack stability where um, we have issues with physical intimacy, with emotional intimacy um, and staying and returning to unhealthy relationships and wondering like, what's wrong with me? That's a question I ask myself over and over for years. And everybody has a question that they, that they ask themselves many times through the day. Now that I've put that out there, I want everyone to start paying attention. What is the thing that you ask yourself all throughout the day that's negative? We all have it a little bit different. Mine is, what's wrong with you? I don't ask myself that anymore. I don't do that to myself anymore. So this program is, is for women to move through, learn about themselves, and come out on the other side standing in a much more empowered place. So um, and the other thing is at this retreat, the people there are amazing and they don't coddle us, they don't enable us. We have to saddle our horses. We have to do a lot that is, um, by the end of it, is so empowering and transformational that it supports each of us to be to to become stronger with who we are and to develop us a, a love of self and acceptance of self that is um that, that can't you can't go by that it, it has to be experienced and worked towards and worked mm-hmm. through and that's my biggest desire is to help women move into those places of feeling good about themselves and having compassion for themselves and and feeling more empowered after a short 12 weeks. Yes, that's amazing. And I love that you tie in the values. That's actually something I do with my own clients too, is that value piece is really a strong, powerful piece. And people don't really spend a lot of time necessarily thinking about what their own personal values are. And so I find that when you do actually do that, it helps to helps people, including teenagers, you know, women, teenagers, young people stand in their conviction of what is true for themselves. And so I think it's a really powerful tool. So I wish I would have learned about values years and years ago, but, but I've learned that things happen in the, in the time that they're supposed to. And, um, you know, today is the first day of the rest of your life. So start today. to move That's forward. right. That's right. Yes. Julie, so what would you say to the disbelievers who think that, you know, using horses to heal childhood sexual trauma is just kind of, it's kind of out there or like a little too woo-woo for them? 
That's a great question. And I would first want to say that we don't use the horses. We partner with them. They're equal partners. No, that's okay. That's that's how, how everybody starts. I just want to make sure to put that out there that the horses are partners in this work. They're a, an amazing benefit. Um, they're one of the graduates of my program. Um, she and her husband, who he's a scientist and an a investigator, um, they did scientific study of um, the first study was 180 individuals who filled out a survey and they did it with a Likert scale, which is um, statistically accurate and proven. And this is a large, a large amount of people. I think it's up to three, over 300 now that have taken this. And it was with um, the first group that they did it with were kids that were living on the streets or living in homes um, they were in addiction, addiction recovery, mental illness, um, youth in crisis, basically. The, the group now also includes, um, of the scientific study, um, attorneys, individuals in the legal profession, preteens, teens, and family, dentists, small business owners, so wide population. And they, 96% of them agreed that they were, they agreed, I am feeling more hopeful about my future now at the conclusion of today's equine gestalt coaching session that I did at the beginning. That brings tears to my eyes because this is a population that has not been um, helped by the system, those kids. Uh, again, um, 93% agreed, I am feeling better about myself. So, when I think about women who've had their sexual boundaries crossed without their permission um, or sexual abuse, which is multiple times um, repeated, especially by some, an, a trusted adult, the system fails many of us. And, you know, in my instance, the statute of limitations passed before I even consciously connected the dots that I had been raped and that I could actually maybe press charges. So for those individuals who the system has failed them, their rape didn't qualify or their level of sexual trauma was like not enough or something for their culture or their family or their society. Um, for, for this scientific study to, to show that, people feel more hopeful about their future and they feel better about themselves from a population of people who felt hopeless and helpless and on the verge of suicide in many instances. Um, this is just incredible. And I feel so honored and proud to be a part of a graduate of Touched by a Horse. They've been able to prove the scientific, the efficacy of, of this work of, of equine gestalt coaching. So I know that you have a little free gift for everybody. Three unexpected ways childhood sexual trauma impacts adult lives. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, what I have found is, you know, there are ways that people, people who haven't experienced sexual trauma, I should say, and some of us who have, but we've tamped it all down, that are obvious. And then there are ways that, that are less obvious to people or more surprising. So 
it's something, it's an article that I wrote and there's, there's also kind of a snapshot at the end of it to just inform people to be more aware and more compassionate. And if you have someone in your life, if, if you're not a survivor of sexual trauma, but someone in your life is read this to understand them better and to, to be able to support them. And just understanding is the beginning. Yes, absolutely. Well, great. And we're going to post links to that in the show notes. So you can access those over on holisticsexedradio.com and we'll have all that stuff there for you. So thanks so much, Julie. It's been a real pleasure having you here today. And I know that you're doing some really great work in the world. And I love that, you know, you're, you're working with horses and you offer this really amazing avenue to healing for women who, you know, want to go in that direction. So that's, that's really amazing. So thank you so much. Thank you, Robin. This has been great. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Do you have any final parting thoughts for parents um, or women who are, you know, who have had sexual trauma and maybe haven't addressed it? Yeah. I just want to say that, you know, if this is triggering anything for you, if, if this is causing you to things to bubble up, reach out and get some help from someone. Even Feel free to call me, um, Serenity Horse, but call someone. Share with someone that you feel safe with. And if you don't feel safe with someone, find someone, whether it's a counselor, a therapist, a coach. Um, support yourself. And, um, you know, in, in the, what I hope more than anything is that anything I've said here today could be helpful to someone else and that I have in some way been supportive to somebody who needed to hear the things that I said today. So thank you so much, Robin, for that opportunity. Yes, thanks so much for being here. And thanks, everybody, for listening. And we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Holistic Sex Ed Radio. Thank you for spending some of your precious time with us today. While these conversations may be difficult at times, the rewards are well worth it. We have the power to change the world by what we teach our kids. Join host Robin LaCrosse next Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another thought-provoking conversation. Thank you and have a beautiful day.